guess it's time for our intro. Yeah. Anyways! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Holly Girl Hotline with your host, Bree. And Sid. That probably made no sense with no visual. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> I was dancing. Yeah, and she was making a beat, too. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we back. Bit, bit to the bit. Sorry. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> But yes, we're back with another episode, and we're super excited because today we're going to continue um, a little bit of our dating episode. Yes. It's not the title. We're going to be talking about singleness, Mm -hmm. so we may not get to everything, but singleness is an ongoing conversation, and I feel like we have a lot to say about it. Yes. And we didn't plan too much in this episode, we just kind of wanted to talk yeah because a lot of cool things that are really organic come up sometimes when you just like when we just spitball yeah also i want to apologize for the beeping in the background (laughs) um the smoke detector in my house in my house in my apartment is going off going crazy no the one in my home does the same thing too sometimes i think it's like the battery needs to be changed exactly Yeah. but i should probably submit like a maintenance request yeah because that means if you set a fire in here then we'll never know and we'll just be lit that would be so sad i have a question what is your favorite that was supposed to be a drum roll is that even picking up trust me it's picking up see these see these spikes is, that's that's I every drummer. I said my name. I was like, <laughs> "Who's your favorite, Sydney?" <laughs> what? Bro, what? What is your favorite season? <laughs> what is your favorite, Sydney? It wasn't even that like crazy. Yeah, what is your favorite season? My favorite season. Growing up, my favorite season was summer. Okay. And, and I still love it very much. Like, I can really get into my summer vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, summertime is really for the college girls. And yes. not, like, not even, like, for the... But it's just, like, vacation. Mm-hmm. You're young. Everything's fun and fresh. Oops. Like, my strawberry lemonade refreshers. There are, like, so many the different things in the summertime. Like, the beaches or beaching, you know? Like, it's just mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But... Once I got to college, uh-huh. my favorite season actually became fall. Whoa. Because I I feel like fall on a college campus is just gorgeous. Especially that is on really ours. true. That is really true. The moment it changed for me was we have this, like, I think we have this really big hill at our mm. school. Mm-hmm. And it has a bunch of, like, trees lining it. And to go up this hill, I ride my scooter, or at least I used to. Mm-hmm. And if I needed to, I would get on my scooter and ride up there. And one time I was riding up there. It was a nice fall day. It was like 60, 70 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And they, the trees were all like orange, yellow, golden, red. And yeah. they were just falling with the wind, like a little archway as I'm going yeah. up. And no one was around. And it was a, you know, the hill. Like it's a tall hill. And I was like, bro, this is beautiful and that was that was the moment that's when i went from death to life <laughs> i knew you were gonna say <laughs> i literally knew you were gonna say no that's valid that hill is very pretty that hill in fall 
Oh yes. <laughs> in in fall, and everywhere else, no, but in fall, it's, it's very so beautiful. I know what you like, mean. So many different things I've picked. Like they're like I watch Charlie Brown movies in the fall. Oh yeah, and like Nostalgic. different books I can read in the fall. It's mm-hmm. just like it's a vibe of like warmth, but also still like cool and yeah oh it's like all these different things i i would have to say that fall is my second favorite season are you a spring girl i would be but the allergies i was about to say that's why i'm like that wouldn't make sense Mm -mm. are you a summer girl yeah i can see i like summer a lot i i i'm very particular about weather like i don't like the cold at all when it's cold i'm irritable like i'm irritated i don't want to walk outside and be cold no, yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to walk outside and be like, like it just makes me have an Starts attitude when it's cold. and growling and yeah, barking. it's just not fun. Like walking to class when it's cold, no, not for me. But fall is nice because it's like, I like the beginning of fall a lot. I like the transition from summer it's to like fall. You're on the beach, like because where we live in the south, it gets hot. Yeah, it's so. Hot. That's the thing. Some summer days are too hot. Like today, today it's is like really gonna hot. be ninety four. Right now it's like ninety two. Yeah, it's... I had you in the sun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Since I just followed someone in the building, this guy was like, "Do you go here?" And I was like, "Did he ask you?" Yes. That? And I was like, "Yes, my friend just needs to come get me." He said, "Do you go here?" I asked because he was just staring at me, and I asked him because he was walking in, and I was like, "Hey, do you mind letting me in? Like buzzing me in? I see you're also like, obviously." me in yeah and he was like um do you go here and i i didn't take offense because i was like you know what i could be a random stranger just asking you to let me in right now and most people don't check because they're like oh i don't want to be that person that makes the other person feel weird right but i was like no like i go here i used to live here Mm -hmm. i just don't anymore Mm -hmm. but i still go here but my friend's supposed to let me in and he was like walking behind me as i saw y'all so i feel like that confirmed for him like yeah was it the guy with the curly hair yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, we know. Mm-mm. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. Like, summer. Sometimes summer is too much. Like, it's really hot. But I just really like the vibes of summer. I like, I like the pool. I like the beach. I like just it's so like I wake up in the morning and it's bright and then it doesn't get late. Wait, it doesn't. <laughs> the sun get doesn't set dark set or early. Yeah, the sun doesn't set till late. The days are so long. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I love it. I think it's such a fun vibe. I just feel most alive during summer. <laughs> yeah, I literally have a Pinterest board for summer, and I have I just just made a playlist for songs Ooh. that make me feel like the summertime. Like, yes, it's gonna be growing, but it's like my like I have a nice little beach house. Yeah, bless you. Thank you. I have a nice little beach house though. The Ooh. playlist. Yes. Ah. Yeah, so summer. I'm a summer girl. Winter can fight me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I understand. I was once you. I was. I really See, was. but there's also outfits. And I think fall fits are so nice. I think that's my favorite type of outfit. I like winter fits. I, I like fall fits. Winter fits? No, I'm lying. I don't like fall fits. Because when fall starts to be weird in where we live, our weather can range from that's like, true. a 30 40 degree range me having to bring 10 pounds of clothes because in the morning <laughs> it's do. gonna be 40 you are the person and it's that gonna be 80 i dress for the weather. layers like, yes, like so i will keep undressing <laughs> and then i'll start redressing and it's so aggravating. it's actually so smart i've never met anyone like you it's smart but it's such <laughs> a job because she like, will come with like 20 jackets i i will and there'll be different like layers of mm-hmm. like summer like she'll, thick, she'll have like thin. a puffer and then yeah. like a sweatshirt and yeah. then like a pullover exactly. and then a shirt <laughs> you know, i'm like top, just in case it gets a little warm right and then the classrooms be cold it's just not <laughs> it's too much 
Starbucks be cold inside sometimes too. Like it's just a lot. But yeah, I like summer fits too. I like wearing dresses and I love cute fits. shirts. Sid looks so cute in the summer. I met oh, Sid in the fall. Like oh, fall I was time. Hit. No, I was not gonna say that. Because you were. You were looking cute. But like you I didn't know how you dressed in the summer and like yeah. when the when it started to warm up in that like in the spring that just passed and like I saw you in your florals and like your shorts and everything. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, she's so cute for the summer. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like summer. Summer's lit. Okay, that was kinda long. That was a little long. Ooh. Sorry. Sorry y'all. I hope y'all like that. <laughs> Why did my heart rate go? Oh no, it didn't. Sorry. I'm taking my braids out today, guys. That's so and I'm nice. feeling very conflicted about it because I love braids and they're so easy. I just wake up in the morning and go. I can style them if I want, whatever, whatever. But it's really easy. And now I'm just not hype about taking my hair out because usually when I get braids, like I miss my curls, but not this time. This time I'm not feeling it. Your braids are and so cute. They still are, but I see where you're. Yeah, you see, like in she the. She has back. a lot of new growth, but your hair grows. She keeps her braids in for a solid amount of time, the amount that yeah, most people should. Like you get your money's worth. I definitely get my money's worth. But like, you don't make your you don't let your hair like get you know crazy and stuff. Like you yeah. just you get your new growth and stuff and then. Yeah, but it's just like, I'm not excited about, because the last time I had my curls out, they were not cooperating with me, and it just wasn't a fun time, but, but your hair looks so cute. no, okay, that was not it, I'm telling you, my hair peaked, yes, my man. hair peaked in high school, no, it didn't, everyone yes, it, loved your hair here, no, but like, it was so much better in senior year, I gotta show you pictures, because my hair in senior I wish year, y'all could see my face, right <laughs> she just needs to shut my hair in senior year was so fire. <laughs> and I just feel like it's not going to give that same energy. But I'm going to try and go in with the open mindset. Yeah, go with an open mind. So I'm going to try and get hype about taking these braids out and watch a good show. If I could do braids, I would. I you literally can braid I hair. Anyway, she braided braid her own hair and it I looks do. so good. It looks so good. Do braid my own hair. But you don't braid other people's hair. Not true. I just did my first one. That's true. Remember? But box braids are different. I've never done them before on other people, but right. it would take a few a few tries. Yeah. I don't want you to do You could do it for sure. I know. Yeah, my mom has let me know. I can do it. But Yeah. I mean, you do your hair really well. Thank you. It looks so cute. I'm supposed to be doing my boss's hair soon. Oh, shoot. She's like, I'm coming and going. <laughs> if it looks bad, you're fired. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, little snip, snip. <laughs> All right. Do okay, guys, let's really episode. start the episode. <laughs> Alright, see, so we today... We completely lost, because that's how long we <laughs> Today we're talking about singleness. Yes. Birth. So sad. Singleness from two girls who are not single. <laughs> so true. Okay, I wanted to ask, do a little recap of your seasons of relationships. Mm, I would love sense. to. Like, don't... You don't have to give us details of the relationships, but, like... Give us the some time periods, some pockets where you were single, got back in a relationship, single. Let people know. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a great question. So, we'll take it back to um, probably, I mean, I, I always had kind of crushes throughout elementary and middle school, but I would say high school is when I really started talking to people, um, where it was like, I like you, you like me back type vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, actually not, like, just, like, the petty, like, tell him that I like him. Yeah. Bro, I had a whole him. one of those. <laughs> tell um, him. Bro, Arrington, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, okay. What? <laughs> Why is that so funny? 
funny. Because she was the one. Arrington was my, she had my back, for real. <laughs> Anyways, um, shout out her. And so, yeah, um, what's the face? High school was, like, my first couple of talking phases, I guess. Um, and, like, my parents had always, I kind of touched on this in testimonies, but my parents had always kind of, like, instilled in me, a, a certain moral standard so even if I wasn't like fully submitted to Christ for myself sorry that was annoying um <laughs> even if I wasn't fully submitted to Christ for myself like my parents had always kind of instilled in me this like you know the standard, standard guys, yeah. yeah so I, I knew just a good standard yeah like, like a decent like a moral standard so also there was pressure that was like I cannot bring <laughs> I must have something out of pocket I cannot bring <laughs> someone subpar yeah. home to my parents like that's just Scrub not gonna work good right like i can't bring <laughs> yeah. a scrub home no like, your dad would literally and would hang me too. and him your brother oh my oh, gosh yeah. they would get my on little him brother so who bad. thinks but he's my older brother i would get on him so bad yeah so they would literally clown him right there so i, I and the rest of your family yeah so like it just wasn't gonna work i, I couldn't just bring anybody home so I think this is part of the reason why I had a lot of talk, like a couple, not a lot, a couple of talking stages, but they never really progressed into relationships because I knew that like my very Christian parents weren't going to just go for anybody, you know, like it needed to be someone of similar beliefs that was like mature in those beliefs. And at the time I wasn't even. So the people I was talking to, like, um, I didn't really have that mature of a relationship with Christ. So I didn't, I wasn't really looking for that. So that's kind of how high school went. Um, I would say every year of high school, it was a different episode. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, how long were these? Oh, yeah. Probably freshman year, I liked someone pretty much the whole year. Aw, <laughs> we sound so cute. <laughs> I liked someone, like, the whole year. And then we, like, I think we started talking second semester into summer. And then sophomore year was, like, the sa- more of the same. And then it was covid and then junior year, junior year, I was chilling. I was on my, like, me and God era, which was awesome. You know, I talked about that in my testimony, too. Senior year, it was, like, maybe a month. Um, yeah, I kind of got played, but it's fine. We don't start with that part. We don't yeah, start with that part. Um, anyways, so, yeah. So, after, after high school, I guess my season of singleness was long because I never really dated anybody. I had crushes and... I had people that liked me, but it never really progressed to a dating stage because of this moral standard that I had. Would you consider, um, so let's say, like, we're, like, our age now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you consider single being, like, dating around, or would you consider, not, like, dating around, like, the world, but even, like, you know, just, like, oh, I went on a date with somebody, didn't like him, like, would you consider that to be single or like I'm in the talking stage but then I'm not mm, yeah I, I think the talking stage is still single it depends it depends on the level of commitment like what yeah. I was doing it was like I wouldn't talk to other people like out of respect like I wouldn't be talking well, to duh. multiple people at oh, once, you know yeah but I still like looking back I still consider it singleness yeah okay but there were definitely seasons of intentional singleness I think after especially junior year was one of those and then the senior year as well yeah but I think singleness can be, can either be an idle thing or an active thing. I think it can either be passive or active, mm, which we can true. talk about later. But yeah, that's kind of my journey. And then since then, like, I've been in a relationship since I've been in college. 
Yeah. Literally, I was, oh, the summer before, bro, never mind. Just know that, like, what's the moral of the story? Let's <laughs> pick <laughs> one. Like, summer was a time. I talked about that at summer my time. Summer was a time to be too. alive. But, um, yeah, ever since, like, now, I'm not in my single era anymore because I met this guy, um, like, on my literal this first week of school. Mm, that's crazy. <laughs> Don't put that out there. That's not what happened in the slightest. <laughs> but, yeah, I literally met this guy my second week of school. And, and since, ever since, and ever since, you yeah. know, I can't get rid of him. <laughs> you do be like that, though. But no, it's just crazy. I was thinking about that the other day. Anyway, sorry. Where did that come from? Leech. What? Okay. Ooh. (laughs) We're doing the overlapping. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I feel like I was all over the place with that. No, you weren't. You answered the question because I wanted to know like what was your singleness season like in the past, and then you also answered. Um, would, how would you define that now? Because okay. sure, there are people that are older than us who also yeah. and like dating in high school and like talking in high school just looks so different than it does because your brain is also just not as mature. Yeah, and it's like and seeing someone in school every day is a little bit different. It's like forced college. proximity too. Yeah. Like you may develop feelings for someone for anyone, middle school, high school. I mean, honestly, anyone can feel this way because even. Yeah. I dare I say even like work relationships that people Ooh. start to develop like forced mm-hmm. proximity really does mm-hmm. a lot and so when you have to spend so much time with another person I mean God made Adam and God made Eve God made man God made woman they are made mm-hmm. to be fruitful and multiply right. everyone has their assigned person by God of course but I do think that that's why in high school and middle school all these a lot of feelings can develop mainly just because of the proximity i mean you were just always with this person like it's bound to happen you know what i'm saying <laughs> wait you said something that i used to not believe but now i do oh like the sign person thing oh you really you didn't think everyone had i didn't think person? so for a while like i don't really i don't fully know like theologically i should probably look into it more but like i used to think that like god is not out here like matching people really yeah i just thought it was kind of just like up to it like a free will type of thing like he may put people in your path but you have to decide and i think to an extent that's true like our responsibility is to manage the relationship and keep the relationship but now that i think about it with my relationship i'm like there is no way I that this is not yeah yeah, yeah. like eve came out of adam's side rib rib yeah you bro know, he like it's <laughs> they came out of each like that's yeah, made yeah, yeah. for made, talk about made for made from the other person it's like, too like i before i experienced it i didn't believe it but then afterwards i was like god literally brought two people two strangers together like there's no way this no, is yeah. just there's no way this is just coincidence yeah anyways that was a side now your turn off mm-hmm. camera off camera like edit this part out today he texted me what's up rib i was like anyway rib <laughs> wait i want to keep that in that is so cute okay you can keep it in he texted me what's up rib and i was like wait that's that's so sweet because like rib and adam and eve and that's stuff. actually so sweet yeah <clears throat> anywho <laughs> okay your turn your story Go. my story okay well I feel like I also touched on a lot of this in the mm-hmm. testimonies. Yeah, it kind of overlaps. Definitely did, especially with mm-hmm. boys. Yeah. But um, but you can remind the people. Yeah. And me. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
for reference, me and Sid are, this is your first time listening, me and Sid are both college students. Yes. I'm going into my third year, so it's going into her second year. Yeah. Um, You're so old. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. So if that can give you a little bit of like age reference and like how much life we've experienced, then mm-hmm. we want that. But I can speak on high school, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I don't I don't even have like a mental um, like time calendar thing of like. Who I was with and who I wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was more like I can say like pretty much each year up to like my senior year of high school because of COVID. Not mm-hmm. really because of COVID, but just what God was doing in me during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, every year there was like somebody I was with. I was always with someone throughout the year, and then I was single in the summer right. without fail. And that's how yeah, if you, you guys haven't that. listened to the testimony yeah. episode. That's really how God would like pull my heartstrings because mm-hmm. I would just be by myself. I wouldn't have a boyfriend or even like female friends around me really. I would just be by myself. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a time and a place for community. Yeah. But I feel like God really used that isolation period to mm-hmm. just get me by myself because the people I was surrounded by were not pointing me to him. Right. So my summers in high school were very much like me by myself. And also me, you know, if I was already with someone during the year then it was really hard, and so it wasn't just, like, God gripping me. It was also me gripping onto God. Oh, yeah. Because I was really, like, I don't know how to do this and be by myself again. Right, And then right. by the end of the summer, it would be great, but, like, then I'd fall back into it by the next yeah, year. So yeah, it like was a just cycle. This, yeah, exactly. It was, like, mm-hmm. this constant thing. So I – and that was one of the things I actually brought to Jesus, which was when he did completely, fully grip my heart and mm-hmm. say, you're mine forever and you're not changing – he, I told him that I really feel like I'm always with a guy and I can't figure out why. So mm. let's dissect this. Right. And from that point on, that was like going into my, the summer going into my senior year. Mm-hmm. From that point up until really the following year, which it felt so much longer, but like yeah. the following year, like mm-hmm. it was just me and him. And because I had struggled with that so much, I felt so deeply in love with like knowing how to live a life without having to cling to people yeah if that makes sense because mm-hmm. when you're so used to doing it and you don't want to do it and mm-hmm. you finally are shown a life where you don't have to do it that's where a lot of like my hyper independence came from yeah because it was like i was so like i'm finally free you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. because it, it was just two opposite ends it's like either i'm stuck to someone or i'm hyperly independent yeah you know? yeah and so finding that balance yeah and that's awesome that i found that balance during college mm-hmm. but um but yeah and so with that that was like a time where i wasn't talking to any guys like i was very intentional that was when i started to like i really I really, I didn't, like, dislike men at all, like, <laughs> saying I hate them and stuff, but I was very turned off by their presence, wow. and I, like, I remember there would be, and this isn't to say, like, guys would throw themselves at me, because that's not what happened at all, mm-hmm. but I remember, like, there were just some guys that were there, and I remember I told one, I was like, look, I'm waiting until, I, like, I don't even know what he wanted from me, but I uh-huh. was like, and at the time I said this, it really wasn't true for like I, I wasn't saying i was like look i'm waiting till marriage buddy what do you want and he literally stopped texting me from that day on i was wow. like that is so crazy i literally you gotta tell him up front i know but i would make up other i would make up lies to get <laughs> men away i like when i used to i had this one job where i like 
I work drive through and so I would be outside, like, taking orders and everything and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Just when I work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And when I was out there, like, there would be, like, you know, just... No one thinks about this, but, like, you're really on the front lines when you're doing drive through because people are coming through. You have to speak in their window. You have to, like, yeah. you have to get close to them. You don't know what they have in their car. Like, right. and sometimes I would just be out there, and there would just be the creepiest men that, like, want a chicken sandwich and something else on the side. And it's just, like, what do you want from me? Like, I am, yeah. I have told, like, I'm 12. Please, like, I could yeah. be your child. Like, please, your daughter's in the backseat. Like, me and her yeah. could be friends. Like, just literally no such a side side note but like (laughs) honestly i think little things like that yeah in combination with how i feel like guys were treating me in combination with how much i fell in love with jesus all created this hyper independent breed that Mm. wanted to be single and the rich auntie for a lifetime i'm so serious like wow so serious Hmm. how much things have changed shut up then i came to college and uh, I came to college, and on <laughs> and, the first, uh, <laughs> and I came to college. Came to college, <laughs> and yeah, the rest is history. No, I came to college, and my first day, I, I met somebody. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Why are we like this? It sounds crazy when you say it like that. It is crazy. It was my my first day. It can only be God. It makes sense. It has to be, and like for me, my sit, my my sit, my story didn't <laughs> move at the same pace as Sid's because. I was very set on my singleness, <laughs> and I was nicely pursued for a really nicely, long time. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah. I would say, like, nicely pursued for a really long time, mm-hmm. because I was, like, honestly, like, I don't know what I'm, like, I don't want you, like, I don't, but it, I was, like, I was very clear, Dang. no, 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 like, I was very clear, like, it wasn't personal, mm-hmm. really, like, because I had told him, I was like, look, if I was really into this right now, you would be the person I would be with, yeah. and I was like, but I'm really not into this, like, it was like you I were don't so want to appreci- date anyone. Yeah, you were so appreciative of being, like, like for single. the first time. Yes, yeah. it felt like I was finally free, and, like, yeah. people, especially then, like, didn't understand it, and I didn't fully understand why I was so in love with it, and I really That's didn't important. see it as a problem. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, gave it a year, and... Now I am no longer single, but even in yeah, that time of me being married, pers- you are gonna give my mom an aneurysm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Anyways, in that time of me being pursued, I would not call that my singleness time. E- like, yes, I was on paper not quote unquote dating anyone, yeah. but. I wasn't necessarily, like, alone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. either, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I understand, though. It makes sense. With It makes sense in in context with your whole story because for so long you felt like you, like, you low-key were craving this sense of freedom, and every summer you got to it, you, like, appreciated yeah, it and loved it. I loved it, and sometimes, mm-hmm. like, mourning who I had to lose to get there, but it's like, yeah. I would rather have the freedom than not, then I go back mm-hmm. to school and repeat And repeat cycle. it, and you just felt like you were in a cycle. It was so bad. And, and college I, was, like, kind of like a reset, yes, and then first day. <laughs> first day, God was like, actually, and I was like, no, you didn't hear me clearly, you know? Uh, <laughs> no, I, when I tell you my boldness with God was not... Don't I don't fully recommend, but at the same time it was very honest. But 
it was still very much like I don't think you heard our plan, right? And I our was plan. upset because right. I was like, I thought that God had told me, like I thought God had given me that desire to be the rich aunt, mm-hmm. like I thought that was directly from Him because mm-hmm. that's what He wanted for me. Mm-hmm. But I slowly realized over the next year mm-hmm. that that was my plan. God's yeah. plan was just to give me freedom enjoy mm. and mm. not have me attached to every person i meet yeah but my plan became with that freedom joy and like not being attached to every guy i meet that i stay hyperly independent forever yeah. and he yeah. sent me someone that showed me that hyper independence is not cool yeah that was beautiful oh thanks i love it i think it's that interesting stories are so cool yeah, that's pretty cool or whatever. <laughs> but um, I think both of us have in common is that, like, we weren't looking for a relationship when it came. Like... I think you weren't looking for one, but I was running from one. Yeah, like, see, that, that's I think the difference. We and you were both not looking, but I no, was, but like, here's the thing. sprinting away. <sighs> True. With every... Yeah. Everything. That is... I it was... It is. by it. But it's just, like, after a summer, after the summer that I had, bro, I was just, like, I, it's just me and God, because men are just not doing it. <laughs> men are just not doing it. Men are not doing and it. I, we don't have to talk about this here, mm. but I feel like this is how, like, hurt, females who experience hurt by men, mm. especially mm. in this generation, like, it has really opened the door. Sorry. She spilled something on herself. That's so funny. But that really opens the door for the enemy to tell them who they, who their identity is in their sexuality. And we don't have to talk about that now. But oh like, but no, fire. no, well, but it's true because yeah. you have a lot of these young girls who can look on the internet, YouTube, TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. And guy will you know hurt them mm-hmm. and so they're like oh, okay well i guess i'm not into guys anymore i like yeah. girls and oh. it's like that's what i'm getting at oh. and that's what i'm talking about that's actually and wow. we don't have to talk about that right now right. but i do think that that has been a way that the enemy has been able to just like come in and mm-hmm. say no oh this guy hurt you this guy hurt you oh oh you just kind of want to be single right now hmm maybe that means you just don't like guys anymore yeah and just because you don't like guys doesn't mean that you like girls right you know and Ooh. i feel like the enemy like he's better well, right no i just feel like that's that's obviously something we can get into in another episode but i feel right. like that's and the enemy uses undealt with trauma and hurt from mm-hmm. opposite genders to sometimes just turn them to each other and it's like that's yeah. not that's a really i know? never thought about that that's, that's a really interesting point mom talked about but yeah yeah, no, that was a really interesting point. I like that. So it's a cool take. So that was a lot of talking about. Um, I feel like, Ours. yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's important to keep the context that we're like. It's important to have the contrast of now versus then. Of course. You know, so I feel like it was important to establish that context. Yeah, and someone who talks about singleness that has been single their entire life is going to talk about singleness different than someone who's been in it for different seasons. Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question. I already know which one I want to ask you. Okay, what's up? What is the biggest lesson that you feel like you may have learned Mm. in your singleness specifically uh, well if you got something from like your like younger times Mm -hmm. younger times like your younger Mm -hmm. seasons i guess then like yeah you should throw that in Mm -hmm. but i'm 
specifically am asking for like right before you came into college and okay stuff, yeah and like what you learned then mm-hmm. before you met him uh, why do you say it like that um, because he had me standing outside in 93 degree it weather wasn't his fault i needed to take the trash i needed <laughs> okay you need to sid okay nope you know what time purposes but all I'm going to say is, Sid saw my text. I said I'm outside. And she says, you know what? This is a great time to go take the trash I'm out. I'll be on the other end of the I... hallway. And then tell her to find her <laughs> way into the building some other way. No, I'm sorry. That was... And then her man says, I'll help you. It was a poor judgment. <laughs> go ahead and tell us your biggest lesson. <laughs> because... My biggest lesson. This is, what I wa- this is what I meant by active, active singleness and passive singleness. Because... I feel like if, um, okay, I feel like my first two years of high school were more, like, passive, where it was like, oh, I wish I had a man. Because don't everybody. Yeah, and it was kind of just, like, this discontentment with being single, and so it, it, it was like, I liked someone for, like, the whole year, and it was, like, a whole ordeal, you know, so it was, like, I feel, like, very passive. Like, I didn't take time to appreciate and learn from the, the season that I was in. And what young people do. I mean, like, what... Like, what do you, like, words? Like, it's not common to? Yeah, it's not common to. It's not taught to us, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. you go on YouTube or, um, I remember, especially when we were in high school, like, couples channels were everything. And, like, really middle school for me, kind of. And you go on TV and you turn on, I mean, even, like, I'm not talking about, like, Netflix shows. I'm talking about, like, Nickelodeon shows. I mean, even, Mm -hmm. like, iCarly and, like, Mm -hmm. Victorious, like, the shows that... Like, we kind of grew up watching, and, like, the Disney shows, it was the plot of the girl, and the that's the main character, was to get the guy. Yeah. And it's, like, it's such a great selling point, because it's, like, duh, everyone yeah. wants that. Yeah. But it is always telling us that we, not, like, women need men, but just, like, we need to be in a relationship. Because I could say that yeah. those same movies are telling guys to be pursuing a girl. Mm-hmm. Or, like, like, the plot of a movie is always going to have some level of romance in it, like yeah. some type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, that's true. And, yeah, that's basically how it was. It was like that's what I saw and that's what I desired. So that's kind of how my first two years of high school were. And then I think junior year was when things shifted for me, like um, when when I started kind of like following Christ for, my, for myself. And then I realized that there's this season is like really important. Like there's a lot that I can learn just by myself without any attachment, without 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 having to, you know, be distracted by anybody and just like having that reliance and that dependence on God for being like the source of my all of the love and all of the joy and all of the, you know, everything. Everything. So I just I think. Just read the time. The watch just read the time. I've never. It's 3:46. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that you could do that. I think it's an Apple Watch. Uh, uh, do it again. Oh, he's so cute. What? What? That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Mickey just read the time. He but did. yeah, I think the shift was junior year. I was a lot more like thinking actively about my situation. And, like, the desire to have a relationship didn't dissipate. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't there. It was just, like, more of, like, an intentional focus on how do I better myself in this time so that when somebody comes, like, I'm actually ready for it. Like, how do I separate myself from this past of always desiring to be in a relationship 
and just being content with like my relationship with God and that's all that I really need and building that foundation has like helped me more than I more than more than I can express in my current relationship because it's like my identity is already built my identity like in that season of singleness yeah God revealed to me who I am what I need to work on what are my strengths and has just like solidified those godly qualities as my qualities you know like it took time it took time for for that transition to happen but when you're intentional about your singleness you have that time and that space to kind of grow and let god work on you so that when the time comes you're prepared for it and you can be the woman that you know that the man who is pursuing you desires yeah and you you attract the men that you probably like yeah you know like Mm -hmm. i i was talking to somebody about this like we were just talking in general about how like this really falls on the girls too like Mm -hmm. the girls be we be wanting a man who does this, owns this company, and has this yeah. going, and the money, and the this, and the that. But half the time, the girls that want guys like that aren't, aren't women. bringing any value. They're not adding anything. To, and that's the same thing mm-hmm. with the guys. The guys want these high-value women who are doing this and doing that. Mm-hmm. But you add nothing to her. Like, yeah. and, and it's like, we see this pretty much in everything. Like, if you see a CEO of a company, and you see his wife or her wife or her husband sorry (laughs) you see her husband then most like nine times out of ten like the other person their partner is always doing something great yeah like equally yoked yeah like kamala Mm -hmm. harris vice president but her husband is also doing stuff too like yeah you know and it's It's like like a compatibility thing yeah they're the people that they're reaching for are people within their um What's the word? Not like on their level, but it's like. But yeah, who has similar tax brackets? Sim- <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> similar goals, like similar aspirations. Yeah. People who are looking to grow together. And it's not even about like status or money. It's just yeah. like about having the heart to do the work or mm-hmm. to be the person. Like work as in um, job, work as in emotionally, spiritually, yeah. physically. Like the same way. I mean, in churches, like the most times, well, not all times, but. I would hope that most times when you see a pastor or even just like a man of God, you are going to see him yoked with a woman of God. Yeah. He is going to be laying hands, praying on people. She will be speaking in tongues, praying on people. Like, you know, right, it's yeah. like that. You always see the two like together, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, if you want a man who does X, Y, Z, then you should evaluate your list of everything that he has. And then, draw out the woman that you think that that man would be with yeah and if it's not your traits then work towards that you know be that woman Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest thing i learned is like and looking back it was so valuable because like bruh i i don't know how i switched it to this (laughs) but like brie said like you 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 start to attract the type of you start to attract the type of men that you want yeah like it's just different and I think, like, mm, no, this is a different question. I'll save it. What? I was gonna say, like, what are some qualities that that you that like we would advise single girlies to work on, like for the, in singleness, singleness? Yeah. or for another person? Well, like during your season of singleness, what should you focus on? Oh my gosh, you should obviously focus on Jesus, but mm-hmm. you should. Oh my gosh. 
You should value the time that you have because it's like when you get in a relationship, your energy is like, I mean, obviously put towards that relationship, but your capacity to do things is like shrunken, like it's smaller. And I don't fully understand how that works. I don't know why when people go through breakups, they all of a sudden have all this energy to focus on themselves and go to the gym and work out and Mm -hmm. become their best selves and then when they're with someone they're like no i don't understand how that works but i'm saying that because it is something that is that does happen that like you should learn how to value your time and the time that you get by yourself Mm -hmm. and the fact that there's no one calling you texting you asking you to do this or you know like do that and it's not like if you get that that's a burden but it's just like your schedule is your schedule like you don't have Mm -hmm. to bend for anyone you don't have to prepare for anyone you don't have to work around anyone like everything you do is you it's Mm -hmm. your plans it's your you know it's on your own time and people don't like because like relationships are a job they are a literal job and And also the media that we were talking about like idealizes them you know literally and maybe idolizing the ones that don't even be doing the work for real and it's like relationships are such a job and picture your singleness as you're off work. Like, mm-hmm. you are, you get to kick back. You're on vacation. Mm-hmm. And don't, I think another thing I would say is don't plan to get in a relationship. Yeah. Like, accept your singleness season and live, like, with the James Four mentality. Like, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm-hmm. We don't know what God has planned. So, everything you do should be under if it's god's will like right. that type of mindset mm-hmm. and so you should treat your singleness season like if it's god's will then i'll be in a relationship but right. if not i'm in my singleness and you live it to the max like mm-hmm. you don't live preparing maybe not preparing but it's like because you can prepare but like yeah. expecting because then you're just going to keep getting let down and you're not going to maximize the things that god has for you now because right. When God made Adam, he made him, and it was all fine and dandy. But before he made Adam, the place was set up. And he had him in the setting. So when he was made, he was already there. And then he Mm -hmm. was assigned things to do. And that's all the things that, like, God, you know, can do with us and has done, at least with me. And, like, my singleness season of, like, okay, I've established a place for you. And that was me getting into tech, you know? Mm -hmm. I've established your identity. Me knowing that I don't have to keep cleaning the people anymore and that I have him. I've given you a purpose. And he's told me the things that he's, you know, had has for me to do in the future. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, once we have all these things clear, then, okay, I think you need someone to help you out here to get you to all the things that I just told you about, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's like a it's like a complimentary thing. Yeah, yeah, not like a completion thing. Like, your goal of singleness shouldn't be doing all this to prepare for a relationship. Like, your goal in singleness is not like, I need to get right, right. <laughs> so that my angle. Get a man. Yeah, oh, no, it, like do those things for your intimacy with the Lord and for yourself. Like, yeah. take that time to really appreciate like your time by yourself because the reality is like. Once you get married, like, that's, that's, that's it's for... It's final, bro. Like, yeah. consider this a drop in the ocean, your like, singleness. Because once you get married... That's you the are, rest of your life. Like, it's no more... It's no more you 
getting to leave and not tell anyone where you went. Yeah. Like, it's no more of you just washing your own clothes. And it's like, obviously, me and Sid haven't necessarily experienced mm-hmm. that. But it's like, the you know, not like we know that it's coming. Because obviously, we don't know the future. Right. But it's like, to be single is just, you can, you can live and not like live, like live for the world. But you mm-hmm. can like live and you can really prioritize like the the only person in your ear other than yourself will be god yeah and, and it's like important. there's no third person there's no other voice that's right. gonna be there you learn how to listen to god's voice you learn how to recognize his voice yeah you learn how to like value what he's telling you and you learn just how to move with god by yourself before you get before you bring somebody else into it yeah which is really important so it's so important yeah don't go into it like aiming to like do all this for someone else do it for yourself and do it for you know your relationship exactly with god yeah um okay i'll ask you a question now okay how does the world paint singleness versus the bible oh 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 we already actually touched on this but it paints singleness out as something you don't want to be something it's it's two sides it's something you don't want to (laughs) be because you want a man and it's not that you want a man to marry you just want a man you just want another person i keep saying man but like we could have guys like you know so like you just want another person all the time it doesn't um mean that you're gonna be with them forever but it's just to be single means you get no sex you get no play you Mm -hmm. get no this you get no that right you don't have any company you're lonely Mm -hmm. so why be single when you can go have one night stands every night or you can go hook up with any person that you want to or you can um i don't know i mean just like even down to clinging to people just because you don't want to be alone rather than clinging to the people that god has for you like the world makes it out to be such a horrible thing and then on the Mm -hmm. other side of that you have the world that makes it such a like i don't know if ideal is the word but it's just like a dream mm-hmm. of like being that rich auntie that doesn't have yeah. to bow to anyone and mm-hmm. you get to you know do what you want to and you know be a businesswoman the singleness mindset is really attached to success in business yeah like that's, that's the true. only time you see it kind of painted as a good thing because like mm-hmm. why would you want a man to hold you down when you need to be making this and this and yeah. then you know the same thing with guys it's like why would i get married when i have to move around for work all the time and i'm making like seven figures yeah. you know yeah, 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 yeah. so you that's have true. those two sides mm-hmm. and that's really how the world paints it but they're both dangerous and you they're know both, yeah they're what, both dangerous um, because like because both of them like with the first one it's like it's like an identity issue it's like it has such a negative sense of identity when you're not attached to somebody else and i think that that's definitely dangerous because it's like the world doesn't teach you to root your identity in christ it teaches you to root it in other people to everyone around you Mm -hmm. and so it tells you that like if you're not with somebody like your worth is diminished or your value yeah, is diminished like, where instead it's like um and it's very different for girls and i mean to cut you off no it's yeah like, it for, especially for girls especially it's like, you're not married yeah it's like it's like a value thing right. like you're you have no kids mm. yeah 
but then the other extreme is also dangerous because it's like it's such a in my opinion a selfish mindset that's like only focuses on what we want you know yeah transactional mm-hmm. I it's like it I'm, I'm not gonna get any value out of, i'm not gonna get a transactional value out of a relationship right so why and that's literally how the business world treats relationships business mm-hmm. as in just like the working corporate world in general yeah. especially the higher up you go the more the less rings you're gonna see on fingers because it's right. i'm married to my job i'm married to work yeah you know and that's not to say that like that doesn't that's not some people's calling like everybody should follow as they're called but like the world generally tells you that the world generally tells you these two things and it's like kind of hard because it's like especially as a girl you're getting pulled i feel like before college i was (coughs) excuse me i was more pulled in the first direction yeah it's like the identity like value thing you need a man but since coming to college i was pulled in the opposite direction really i was like rich auntie yeah i mean well after high school i mean during high school yeah you know you know the period i'm talking about i was Mm -hmm. very much like i'm gonna be a rich aunt with no man Mm -hmm. gonna watch my brother's kids when he gets older but even so that was for like the future yeah 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 yeah. so like now like being in college and getting older the world tells you you know like why are you focused on a relationship like you should be focused on your future career it's like pick a side and that's literally why the bible says you have to root yourself in it because it does not change jesus is the same yesterday today and forever Mm -hmm. the world like you get in a relationship when are you gonna get married why don't you have any kids you get married and have kids oh why aren't you trying to focus on your it's literally pulling your housewife now aren't you it's just like it's pulling you in two opposite directions and it makes it seem like those two things are mutually exclusive right i mean it's like we get in relationships young why are you so young you should be having fun you get in relationships when you're like 26 you're not getting married anytime it's just like pick a side like that actually makes me so upset like this is why jesus is so good you need something like rooted you need the rock yeah the rock you need something because like we talked about this in the dating episode a little bit but like this side of the world right now where we are this college space treats relationships like burdens they are and and what we were talking about in the dating episode is more so like it is such a blessing like it's a complimentary thing it's like you find you have somebody that is god-given to yeah. work towards your goals together with yeah. and it's it's such a toxic like such such a toxic environment that pulls us in two different directions and i just think yeah the world is it can be really it can it can mess with you a lot if you don't have a place to really like root yourself yeah so that's why you have to stay rooted in the word yeah and i think i want us to we're gonna we're having a part two to this episode because we did not get to all our questions Mm -hmm. but we are already at 56 minutes yes even if i didn't have to go if we kept going we would be like yeah but i wanted to close on what you have pulled up yeah and what paul says about um singleness and Mm -hmm. how it's something you know good to look forward to yeah so this is this is first corinthians 7 um and so it says this i want you or this is this is verse 32 i want you to be free from anxieties the unmarried man is anxious about things of the lord how to please the lord but the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife, and his interests are divided. And the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. So, yeah, like, 
that's the that's the difference between the world and the bible the world tells you either that you need a man because or you need a relationship because your value is diminished without it yeah. or a relationship is a burden and it's going to hold you down from your career right but like, the but the bible tells you that devote yourself to the lord yeah. period right in all seasons but yeah. especially in your singleness like and that's like the best time i mean honestly if you are single right now and you're listening to this middle school high school college even older like when we are when we say be encouraged it's not be encouraged you will find someone it's be encouraged god is enough because that was something that i learned Mm. and i really want to leave everyone with was that god can be the best lover filler of your heart that you need you know like because we were made for community we were made for other people that doesn't necessarily mean we were all made to get married Mm -hmm. but it is we were we do have these god-sized holes in our heart that need to be filled yeah and i promise you yeah like half the people that you probably see in relationships are trying to fill their god-sized hole with the person they're dating and that will never leave them filled Mm -hmm. but you can fill your heart with god and anything that he adds on after that is just an accessory yeah it's a bonus like yeah and then if that thing goes away you're not your value isn't diminished right it's the same thing my okay i have to say my outfit analogy your outfit my outfit analogy my outfit analogy let Let me cook okay (laughs) my outfit analogy Mm -hmm. if when you when it's you and god Mm -hmm. it's like and you really work in that it's like the best thing ever you have a great outfit you have Mm -hmm. a nice outfit Mm -hmm. top shoes skirt pants okay. whatever you're Solid. fully dressed the outfit is good even a jacket you know okay. you have layers you look as nice. many layers as you wear or no maybe more okay. but <laughs> you, have, you look nice mm-hmm. but then you add a boyfriend on mm-hmm. or a girlfriend on right mm-hmm. and that should be like you added a purse on mm-hmm. the outfit by itself with the top shoes pants whatever isn't it was so outfit. cute you still can look. leave with that outfit on right but if you have the purse i'm like oh it makes it better but if yeah. i leave my purse at home i still get compliments still function without still, it you're still thriving without I'm it i'm still thriving without it i can get right. another purse for a while. like i look good <laughs> right. you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. yeah and there are some purses that are just made for a specific outfit like it mm. just works it just works but even if you don't have the purse or the bag or the accessory or whatever it is mm. your outfit your course just perfect you know yes. and that's how we should look at relationships that's that. how i look at relationships i'm I like look who i'm dating who i'm with this is a nice bag mm-hmm. to my outfit mm. and pretty soon you'll become a permanent accessory who knows right but before that day when mm. it comes to dating like you are a nice accessory i can leave you yeah. at home yeah but and i can leave with my nice outfit and still be good mm-hmm. because that is how my relationship with god is i have him mm-hmm. i'm good by myself i right. don't need you mm-hmm. but i can add you on you fit with the nice fit yeah. you know yeah and it and we all three work together mm-hmm. but i don't need a boyfriend yeah you know? yeah that's beautiful i love that yay that's how girly girl makes christ analogy <laughs> you are such a girly girl i'm a girl's girl but i, I love that my students i'm a girl you are a girl's girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cute I, I literally love that yeah. i think if you're in a relationship right now then obviously you're not in your single era but one thing that me and my boyfriend do or one wow sorry my brain is really slow but one thing that we try and say is like 
with this first Corinthians 7 mindset is that we live like we're not in a relationship. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, going to talk no, to I other people, what whatever, whatever. What mean, yeah. But it's like living submitted to God first yeah. without letting each other become distractions from God. Or idols. Yeah. Because you can, you are a child of God before you are a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, right. a husband, a friend to anyone. Like, yeah. That's who you are first, you know? Yeah, and that obviously is easier said than done, but it's it's an important practice to, like, make sure that you are you are in your individual purpose and you are submitting to God individually yeah. before you're together. Yeah. You know? And submitting to God and spending time with God together is awesome, too, but it'll all crumble if it's not individual. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think if you're in the relationship, you can still learn from it as well. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I sound very congested. Like, I need to blow my nose. He does. I and do. she, she's been mouth breathing. I went through a whole episode, no nose blow. We'll wrap this up for you. <laughs> Guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, tuning in with us on the Holy Girl Hotline. Yeah. So, to plug our socials. So, if you don't follow us on Instagram, which I know a lot of y'all don't, because it's just the math, the math isn't math thing. The math isn't math thing. Go right now, swipe out of your little podcast app, or if your phone is off, turn it on, go to Instagram, and follow us at Holy Girl Hotline, if you want. <laughs> oh, she's gonna, too kind. I'm not going to force Only you. Only if you want to. You don't have to. Yeah. But yeah. And then if you're listening to this on Spotify, interact with the little poll things and the questions. Oh, yeah. Because those are so fun, and we love getting y'all's responses. Yeah, y'all are so sweet. Y'all really make us, like, so happy. Yeah. And, yeah, cool stuff to come. Exciting things to come. And, <laughs> yeah, I sound like a mouth breather, so... Yeah, we'll have this But we're going to have another episode part for this so we can talk about the other things. But I hope you guys enjoyed this specific episode. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. (laughs) Are you saying bye to your kids? Like, what? (laughs)